Welcome to the Very Pink Knits podcast, the companion podcast to the Very Pink Knits YouTube channel. I'm Stacy, and I'm here with Casey. Hi there. Casey is the media manager here at Very Pink, and she's also producing the show. If you'd like to get your knitting question on the show, just email it to podcast at verypink.com and please tell us where you're from. And if you're enjoying the ad-free show, please consider becoming a patron. You can go to patreon.com slash verypinknits for more information. I will also put a link to it in the show notes. How are you doing, Casey? I'm doing well. How are you? I forgot to say what episode this is. This is episode 189. Nice. And we were talking about Patreon, and I forgot to say that we have a yarn sponsor this month, Turtle Pearl, which is yes. so far always <laughs> our yarn sponsor. We love Turtle Pearl, Pearl yarns, and you can check out the show notes for a special offer from Turtle Pearl. Perfect. And I have a hard time saying Turtle Pearl. I know. It is hard to say. <laughs> We we managed to get it out. We managed to get it out. Okay, so I'll ask again. You're doing fine, right? Yes. I'm desperately looking forward to some vacation time soon. Yeah, because you're going <laughs> go, to go. Like, I just need to like buckle down and deal with it because it's going to be a couple more weeks. But I just, I'm ready for a break. Well, aren't you planning on like out in the woods and fishing and detach mm-hmm. from everything kind of vacation? Cabin in the woods. Yes. That's a that's a scary movie. <laughs> no, this is not like out in the middle. There's like a cabin with a bunch of other cabins and it has a pool and that oh. kind of cabin in the woods. Oh, okay, not that okay, not the scary kind. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I would do well with something like that. We haven't talked about it. Um I normally take a break in July. Um yeah. so we might have a one week break on the podcast in July over the fourth of July. The yep. American holiday. Um, yep. Yeah. That sounds I think good. We'll probably, I'll probably do, take a break from videos too. And I can get back in the studio soon. Now that I'm vaccinated, my producer is vaccinated, I can maybe <clears throat> stop shooting videos here at home and actually go to the oh. studio. Gosh, I'm so excited. It's been it's been really hard to be the camera person and the sound yeah. person um, and the light person and the person who has to teach the knitting. That's crazy. <laughs> it's been a lot. I mean, I don't, I'm sure that we talked about it, you know, like a year ago when I had to start doing this, I would just have tears of frustration every time. And I would have to stop because like, I can't like film myself like halfway crying <laughs> <laughs> because the light was messed up or, you know, the dog bumped the camera and everything went uh, jiggly, you know, all the things that I had to deal with. Anyway, I'm yeah. really looking forward to being back in the studio soon. And maybe um, after the 4th of July break, I'm thinking that I'll I'll start doing that again. That's pretty yeah. exciting. That'll be nice. That'll be like, Oh my gosh, this is so much easier. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, yeah, I can't even, I almost can't even remember what it's like to have someone else doing all that work. Yeah. Every time we start talking about 2020, it always ends up like, yeah, it was a long year. It was a long <laughs> year. We're out of it now. And we're still like, we haven't shaken it yet. It's a long year. I know. I mean, in some countries who may be listening are still maybe having some troubles too so actually that's a good point no we're not out of it and it's just here in the u.s um those of us who are vaccinated are having freedoms that we didn't have yeah for the last 15 months it's weird going to the store i went to the store this weekend and people were not wearing masks and but we're still wearing a mask because my son's not fully vaccinated yet he's halfway there 
and I know, you know, I've got friends who's got kids who are even younger and they're not even eligible yet. So right. it's just kind of awkward now to be masked when other people aren't. And what is that, you know? It is. Weird. It is. And I think my personal opinion is, um, unless I'm outside, I'm masked as a courtesy because we don't know what people's situation is. And also... Yeah. There are so many kids in this world that that haven't been vaccinated yet, or they're halfway there, or they're just too little yet, you know? Yeah. And it just yeah. seems like a courtesy, an easy enough courtesy. And, um, and it's hot here. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm doing that, people can do it anywhere. Yep. Yep. Well, are you ready to magically turn some knitting questions into knitting answers while we're reminiscing over the last year? <laughs> yes. I am. Okay, let me find. Let's get, you ready? I am ready. I am ready. Because you're going to do okay. the reading. I can catch up. I have to find okay. the, get the file open. Okay. Okay. Hello, Stacey and Casey. Your podcast is my weekly treat. I enjoy listening to you. You've educated me in the knitting field and provide inspiration. You, your tutorials are clear and easy to understand. Oh. Forever grateful that I have found you. I sent this question in quite some time ago. I don't know if I have missed it. I'm such a faithful listener. Anyways, it's regarding independent dyers. I don't really understand the process of dyeing, so my question may be unfair. They seem to get a lot of credit for the quality of their yarns. Do they purchase them bare from a huge supplier? And how much credit is due to them when the quality of yarn is mentioned? Just wondering. Continue your great work within the knitting community. I'm from Windsor, Ontario in Canada. Sincerely, Anne. Hi, Anne. Thank you for the question. This is a good question because, yes, independent yarn dyers will often say the exact yarn um, called the base that they're using um, for dyeing and, and, you know, what they have to sell in their shop or whatever. And I think that that has mostly to do with the fact that they want you to know that you're buying something quality. And a lot of times they'll say the exact sheep that's used and, you know, the exact blend, everything else. It's, it is important because if you are buying, you know, just for example, um, a sock yarn that's going to cost $30 for a sock yarn. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous yarn. You know it's gorgeous yarn because they have listed it out and that is that they're justifying what you're paying for mm -hmm. with with that information. So they tell you what they're using. You see the yarn is beautiful, so you know you're paying for beautifully dyed yarn, but then they also want you to know that what you're buying is going to be a quality yarn that's going to feel great, hold up everything else. Mm -hmm. Does that does that seem like the most logical reason that they Yeah. I just think the question is I mean, I guess it depends on what your definition of quality is, because she's asking, like, do they, they get credit for the quality of the yarn? Yeah. Um, which is more of like the quality of like the fiber, I suppose, versus the dyeing piece of it. Well, they get credit so. for the choice they made because they can choose any base that they want. You know, they could yeah. even choose, you know, an acrylic base if it if it took dye. <laughs> you know, they, they can use anything they want. So they do get right. credit for that. And, and it I think that it factors into the price that you're paying for yeah. for their their skill in dyeing the yarn and the quality of the base that's used. Yeah. 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 And you do have to like cover the cost of the quality of the yarn that they're buying exactly to make that dye right so um okay this is a patreon question 
Um, hello, ladies. I've been knitting socks with the magic loop method and really want to try a different method. Stacy, you said magic loop is not your choice. What is your choice? I knit continental. Does this affect what needles? Would love your feedback. Thanks, Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Um, knitting continental should not change anything. You have all of the options that that um, English knitters have, um, American knitters. Um, I I'm going to turn this over to you, Casey, but I think I already know what your answer is going to be. (laughs) She, um, because you and I both do not love Magic Loop. Yes. Okay. And then what is the method that you love the most? Number one. Nine inch circulars most once the knitting is established. Right. Um, And so I'm not sure I love flexible double pointed as much. Okay. I've. Um, I feel like I knit too loose on those. And so probably I just need to get used to them. So I would rather do double points almost before that. Okay. So like you're in, in order, <clears throat> you like short circulars, mm-hmm. then DPNs, then flexible double points. Yeah, probably. Okay. I'm pretty close. I like short circulars the best. And I actually just have, I have this new set of Knitter's Pride short circulars it's um Mm. like all the sock sizes up to uh, is it size three or six i can't remember u.s size but it is one two three four five six different sizes and they're 10 inches and Mm. i wouldn't have thought that a 10 inch set would be appropriate for you know like a women's size sock you know kind of a smaller but it's fine it's fine it's fine and so that extra inch does give me a little bit of extra needle to hang on to and I'm really liking it I'm loving these needles so I have those and then I have the Chiao Gu interchangeable sets um, Mm -hmm. the red set that I use for socks so my first choice would also be short circulars and then my second choice would be flexible DPNs or flexi flips and then Gosh, I really like DPNs too. Like I almost want to put them at the top. <laughs> I like all three of those very, very much. And then Magic Loop is um, is uh, not really on the list of the ones that I love. I'm trying to say mm-hmm. I'm trying not to say that I hate Magic Loop. <laughs> I keep dancing around not using that word, but uh, I least do not favorite. like it. least favorite. Well, two circulars I think I would have to say is my very least favorite. Um, Two you, circulars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And it, it, there's just way too much flopping around and going on. I don't know. Um, I know there are people who love it. And, and of course, they can like whatever they like. But that's probably probably my least favorite. But for Marissa, um, she just wanted to know our choices. And I would say get yourself a, a set of short circulars or um, flexible double points and give that a try and see. Yeah. And actually, if she's a magic loop knitter, she might like flexible double points because I think it's kind of the most like magic loop without the drawbacks of magic loop. (laughs) Yeah. Without the horrible parts of magic loop. (laughs) (laughs) She also might like the two circulars. Oh gosh. Don't recommend that for anyone because that's even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, someone's going to let me know that they love knitting socks on two circulars. Just fine. Knit what you like to knit. Do it your own way. Yes, no one has. No one's telling you what you can and cannot like. Yes. Okay. Um, and I just want to clarify, like the short circulars, 
you can't do everything on them because people will be like, it hurts my hands. And you have to like do the shaping of the toe and the heel often on it on the double points in the process. That's a good point, Casey. Thank you. Because I will start, you know, like um, I'm knitting. Uh, oh, for the, the next pick a toe, pick a heel sock pattern that I have coming out has a barn toe. Have you even heard of barn that before? Toe. I know. No. <laughs> okay, so it has a barn toe, and it's a it's a cuff down style that I've re-engineered to be toe up. So I started with a pinhole cast on, which is just eight stitches, and so I started on DPNs because there's no way that you can do something like that on short circulars. There's, there, it'd be impossible. You yeah. could use flexible double points for that, but not short circulars. So as soon as I got to my full stitch count. I knit straight onto my short circulars. And then this pattern also has an afterthought heel. And -hmm. when I go to knit the heel, I will not be on short circulars. I will likely be on flexible double points or double points again. So I think like um, you and I both love the short circulars, but we love it for the length of the foot and the length Mm -hmm. of the cuff because we just fly. Yeah. 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 And that makes me want to go knit my socks right now. <laughs> That's my project. That's my main project that I have right now is is socks. And yeah. I love knitting socks. I mean, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm doing it with striped turtle pearl yarn right now. So, of course, I'm like, ooh, next color. I got to keep going to the next color. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, me too. I'm using turtle pearl yarn too, and I'm loving it. Turtle pearl. Okay. We cannot say that. Okay. Uh, This is another Patreon question. Hi, love your podcast and everything you do. This is an awful question for you. (laughs) Just dealt with two hours of yarn barf. It was expensive, slightly fragile Barocco yarn and was okay from the outside, but I wanted to find an inside end for a plane trip to avoid dropping and having to crawl all over the floor during the 11-hour plane trip. What's the secret? Help. Miriam from Long Island. New York. Two hours of yarn barf? Like un- untying the knots? Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> um, okay, she wants to know what the trick is because she wanted to pull from the center of the skein and not unwind from the outside because she didn't want to like pull out some yarn and have the skein of yarn go down the aisle on the airplane. Okay, 11 mm-hmm. hour plane ride. Um, well, like, okay, people ask me this all the time. And here is the rule of thumb trick, but it does not help you really avoid all yarn barf situations. It will help a lot, though. So if you're looking at a skein of yarn, and a skein is something that's already been wound, it's not in a hank, right? It's already been wound. If you're looking at the label, and the label is horizontally printed horizontally, um, then you will want to pull the end from the left side and if the label is printed where you hold the 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 yarn vertically to read the label you want to pull from the top Hmm. so (laughs) well now did I know that well I say it in some of my videos um yeah yeah okay so yes it's either from the top or from the left depending on how the label is printed which is the same side right so um, that will help you avoid a lot. And then you just kind of reach in there and feel for what feels the most loose. Like don't just grab the first thing you feel like feel for what is the most loose 
strand that you can feel and then pull that and then cross your fingers because maybe it'll work and maybe it won't. (laughs) (laughs) But what I would say, okay, Miriam, that's a bit of advice. Another thing I would say is before you got on the plane, this is what I would have done. I would have wound it into cakes. So I wouldn't have had the skein to deal with. Yeah. But I, I wind a lot of yarn from skein into hanks before I start using it just to avoid the problems that you get. Yeah, I wonder what kind of yarn it was. It sounds very slippery. She said it's kind of fragile yarn. Fragile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next question. Um, this is another Patreon question. Hi, Stacy and Casey. First of all, thank you for giving us a chance to become a patron. I binged all your tutorials during lockdown. <laughs> wow. You kept, me, <laughs> you kept me mentally sane and boosted my knitting. I felt like I owed a lot, so now I'm glad I can do something back. I happily knitted socks on DPNs for the last four years, but lately my hands are getting tired and I would like to try a different type of needle. How funny. We just talked about this. Um, I heard you talk about nine inch circulars. The only small circulars I can find here are eight inches or 10 inches. I don't know which ones to choose. I use fingering weight yarn and 2.5 millimeter needle, which is a US 1.5. I usually cast on 60 stitches. I'm afraid the stitches will be stretched out on a 10 inch needle or bunched up on the eight inch needle. Do you have any tips or suggestions? Thank you. <laughs> she says, Casey, good luck with my name. Inke, Inka from Ghent, Belgium. I, is, I pronounced is pronounced as E and Steek. So Inka. And there you the go. E is pronounced yeah, yeah. twice in, as in the. Yeah, Inka. You got it, Casey. Good job. And Inka did a good job of explaining how to say her name. And I put this question in right after the other one because, um, Inka, you can really use either. I I just said in in the last question that 10-inch circulars are my preference and they're fine for a lady size sock or a men's size sock. But if you do have a size 8 available in your local yarn shop or whatever, um, I mean 8-inch circulars, the stitches are not too bunched up on there. You're fine. Either is fine. Mm-hmm. How long are your short circulars? I you don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. They're probably eight or nine or ten. <laughs> yeah. Or they wouldn't be short circulars. They'd be long circulars. I actually have some really tiny ones that are like four inches. They were for I made some little miniature turtle. I made a little miniature toy thing. And so I have these tiny four inch circulars. I don't even... I can't so even d- DPNs, that. not circulars. Oh, DPNs. DPNs yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Let's get one more question in. All right. Um, hi, Stacey. I read that you can use needlepoint yarn for sewing knitted pieces together. What do you think about that, Margaret? Hi, Margaret. Um, I actually looked up needlepoint yarn to make sure that it was what I thought it was, like for cruel or cruel. Cru- I'm not sure how to say it, cruel or needlepoint. And it's just mm. another wool yarn. And so yeah, that really should be fine. Um, if you find a color you like, or whatever, I don't know that it has any, any special features that would make it different than different kinds of knitting yarn that you can get. But yeah, mm-hmm. if you want to seam with another a different kind of wool, I don't see any problem with that. Okay. Okay, I guess that's it. I guess we've got an episode. Um, Casey, if people want to find you online, uh, my website is kcknits.com. That's the letter K and the letter C. And I'm on Instagram as kc.knits. Very good. And if you want to find me, there is, of course, the Very Pink Knits YouTube channel and verypink.com. And we'll put our links in the show notes. 
And that's it for this week. Next week is a Patreon patrons only episode. And then um, so will others see you next week or the following week. Stay warm, my friends. <laughs>